I, I, I thought he didn't think our jokes were funny, and I like this version better where he can't hear us. <laughs> yeah, I like this version better, too. <laughs> Do you know that feeling when everyone is talking about a movie that you haven't seen? Have you ever felt compelled to make some vague comments just so you can join in the conversation? Well, what if you were in too deep? Do you think you could convince everyone that you'd seen it? Or do you think your version would be so much better that no one would care? Here at Faking Movies, we're always the ones who haven't seen the movie. Anything you can do, I can do better. I can do anything better than you. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to Faking Movies. Uh, it's the dawn of a new era. It is episode 151. Uh, thank you for coming back after listening to us talk about The Matrix for some reason. <laughs> mm, um, for some reason. Yeah, Bacardi 151. Yeah, it's, oh. it's a, this is episode Bacardi 151. Light yeah. us on fire and burn yourself drunk. Oh, you yeah. know, it's funny when I was... I'm joined, of course, by my dear friend, Zach. Hey, what's up, Zach? Not much. How are you? I'm good. And my dear friend, Seth. What's up, Seth? Hey, I'm also good. Not drinking Bacardi 151, though, because... No. Oh, that's yeah we're, we're in our 30s that would be ridiculous uh-huh. well, i was just gonna say when i was a, a young lad when i was just a young boy when i was a young boy <laughs> fun well i used to do shots of 151 for some reason like why mm-hmm. i mean i used to be a fire breather so i would also do shots and it then makes I would sense s- for you spit them out Out- yeah. outside of the body yeah i oh, was yeah. just a little 112 pound boy slamming mm. fucking yeah. uh overproof rum but like my first college roommate uh would make a drink he called the incredible hawk and it was gatorade <laughs> i heard of that one yeah 151 and hypnotic yes. which is this like spoiled yeah. fruit nightmare thing yeah no i've seen it he would drink it and we kept telling him like man you don't have to impress anyone like we all know that tastes like garbage and he would just yeah. choke it down and be like it's so good <laughs> It'd be, so it'd be this like huh. sickly green color too i assume yes. he used lemon lemon flavored gatorade whatever the I lemon flavor is i'm sure it's that called is something, traditional yeah. yes. right because hypnotic yeah. is blue yes, yes precisely yep. so it turns yep. that that pallid <laughs> disgusting <laughs> green color yeah a, a dead hulk skin tone yes <laughs> <laughs> so fucking gross oh God. we left the hulk out overnight it went it done went bad <laughs> yeah mark ruffalo passed out and somebody uh-huh. throw the hulk away <laughs> uh i it's funny too because like now as a as a tiki boy i i have yeah. so many rums that are yeah, 151 right? proof yeah, and they all taste good not which, like right? shit garbage it is amazing yeah yeah i, I just assumed that it was a bad thing like I, that 151 yeah. was a joke it turns out it's like a thing that yeah. companies make and it can taste good yeah it's if you if weird. you actually have good rum unlike a lot of bacardis uh you'll yeah i their white rum is fine i'll, I'll drink their white rum it's uh, fine it's like a mixer um it was a mixing rum yeah. I mean, I like to follow the law, as you know, so I have Bacardi Especial so I can make Cuba Libres because legally it's the only got way this I can. plantation right here, which is an excellent rum. I wish they would sponsor us, but, you know. <sighs> I have so many different plantation rums. I, I wish also they would sponsor do. us. Yeah. Yeah. I, so I also have a bunch of different plantations. Do, do they make that uh, 69%? Is that the one? Yes, one the one that you accidentally drank a half a bottle of instead of mixing with things. Oh, oh that was not a good night. Hell. Not oh a good God, night, dude. Yeah. 
Oh, really bad. We uh, we should move on. <laughs> really, uh, yeah, we're really doing a, a Marin open right it's, now. It's so a very rum. It's rumcast. Yeah. Uh, so um, a couple things really quick. Obviously, check out our Twitter because Marielle is the only one of us who works hard, uh, and true. she is the best. So. True. <laughs> Accurate. Uh, also, Seth apparently has a hard out tonight, so like, I guess we gotta keep on track, Zach. Oh, I mean, fuck. When is that ever? happened ever but uh, yeah oh shit, we'll try I mean, unless right. we record for the next three hours i think we'll be okay <laughs> sounds so. like a challenge to me okay um. well i know that i'm not editing this one because uh, i have to Ooh. edit the matrix still uh, i'm editing the episode before that this is a zach oh okay. this is a zach. Uh, all right so let's go for two right. hours and well, 59 minutes i guess that about wraps it up we'll see y'all next week <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> double birds out <laughs> really really quick guys before we jump into this mm-hmm. week's movie mm-hmm. um, do we want to uh, do we want to play the can I go outside again game about like when this episode oh. actually releases do you think um. we'll be able to go outside again solid no, no. Hard solid no. no no way yeah I know I just <laughs> will this will release sometime in in late May maybe uh, mid-may this will be mid-May. early may i think i do like the glimmer of hope that we had that we just yeah, fucking was, shit all over there <laughs> yeah no no there's there's a snowball's <laughs> chance in hell that we're allowed yeah. to to leave the house without uh protective uh, i want gear. you guys to lie to me <laughs> <laughs> oh um hey lee lee uh, you know when this when this when this episode comes out episode bacardi 151 uh <laughs> it'll be the it'll sequel be, it'll be spring uh we'll be able to like gather together i can come see you because you live vaguely nearby somehow (laughs) um and yeah yeah, that'll definitely happen wink it's nice thanks guys that really helped drag me out of the hole i've put myself in (laughs) (laughs) so genuine (laughs) oh dear Uh, everybody stay safe by the way yeah seth's Seth's got a movie seth Mm -hmm. tell oh oh i remember the whole point of this episode Last week when we were recording, oh, yeah. we found out that uh, Adam Schlesinger of um, Fountains of Wayne fame passed away. Mm-hmm. And Adam Schlesinger happened to write a song that is synonymous with this movie that Seth has never heard of. So no, not, Seth, not even close. Uh, so like R- R.I.P. Is... Adam Schlesinger. And, yes, and, and, that is yeah. tragic. He was a good good uh at everything he did this i think this is one of those movies that never made it on the list because it was inconceivable that anyone had at least not understood the concept of this movie and i am so fucking glad that we get to do it (laughs) but now that i think about it it was so mid-90s zeitgeist and that is seth's time where he lived on mars i guess that is that is that is exactly the whole in yeah. In in yeah. my understanding of pop culture, I'm yep. I'm on to you, John Jones. <laughs> <laughs> You're yep, accurate. Boy, <laughs> okay. All right. What'd you get? It's a, it's it's long, as I recall. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm faking a movie this week, obviously, and it is that thing you do. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So you gave me like a lot of people. Like that's a, true like a lot of people and, and I mean, we left off a lot of people too i was gonna say we were quite restrained if i may say oh so, yeah. see i <laughs> i used all of the people you gave me oh, good um could have used a few more we can give you a few more right now uh well uh, i actually because what i wrote was uh, quite short this week um 
I might want some crowd crowd sourcing uh, okay. for parts sure. of it. In fact, there yeah, there yeah. there is one one part where I say solicit suggestions uh, specifically in what I wrote. So, um, okay. so the actors you gave me were Tom Everett Scott, Liv Tyler, uh, Time Lord Steve Zahn, mm-hmm. Space and Time Lord Space Steve and Zahn. Time Lord Steve Zahn, um, Ethan Embry, uh, the, Tom... the boy who looked like a puppy. Ethan Embry. Yep. Yep. The purest of all of us, yes. <laughs> uh, uh, Tomuel Hanks. <laughs> sure enough. <laughs> uh, I assume is his full name. Yep. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Checks out. Uh, Charlize Theron, Giovanni Ribisi, and Rita Wilson. Uh, there it so is. That's a lot of peeps. Did um, we forget to give you Liv Tyler? No, no. I did Liv she Tyler was, second. It's Tom Everett Scott and Liv Tyler. Yeah, uh-huh. Um, okay, so, all right, so, again, I I will need some some help at a couple points, uh, and I will cue you when we get to those, so, you know, obviously don't interrupt. <laughs> I mean, when have I ever? <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, right, so this is that thing you do. Um, I'm so disciplined. <laughs> yep. That That thing you do. Uh, so Steve Zahn and Tom Hanks are best friends who have been best friends since high school, and uh, they just started to go to school at Villain College. Uh, and because I just assumed that all of these actors were villains, like everybody is a villain. Yes, Everyone Tom is Hanks evil. famously only plays bad guys. Precisely. I, I was gonna ask how old you thought Steve Zahn was, and then I realized that's a stupid question. He is eternal. He's, he's <laughs> forever, right? He's forever. <laughs> My bad. My bad. He is time immemorial. Yeah. Um. So shaping uh, history since the dawn. Yeah. Of absolutely. the universe. Absolutely. Quite frankly. <laughs> Is he God? Uh, One could make a strong in, argument. I would maybe say. in our cinematic universe, he is. Uh, sure, sure, he's, sure. He's the the one above all others. He's really our. Um, uh, what's 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 his <laughs> Zons name? all the way down. <laughs> um, no, the 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 Marvel the Marvel guy whose name is just escaping me for right. Oh yeah, I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah, not my deal. <laughs> The, the the guy who wrote all the Marvel movies and was in all of them and Stan, oh, Lee? Stan Lee Stan Lee yes I was he's the one above Thanos all others first, but... yeah God okay. I just could not remember his name anyway <laughs> so they go to Villain College and then I have in parentheses in all caps come up with a better name and I didn't so <laughs> sure Villain University yeah mm. Villain at Villain of Uni- Miami <laughs> <laughs> well 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 wait wait. So the villain, villain college, villain come up with a better name in the most evil of all cities, Peora, Peoria, oh, Illinois. Oh, oh fuck, mm. man, we were just winning them back, but all right. Yeah, nope, it's in Peoria, <laughs> and I chose that because you know it's a, an every man city. It is. Some... It's an unsuspecting location for a villain college, though, so that kind of makes sense. Yeah, yeah hiding uh-huh. in plain sight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's the the villain college of Peoria. Um, and so this is their first tech. time. What? Tech. Tech. Yeah, it's oh. probably a tech school. Um, <laughs> so this is their first time being away from their very notable supervillain families. Uh, Steve comes from a long line of supervillains who, of course, control time and space. Right? Like they're really overpowered. Like they are. Nerf, please. Like they're so OP. <laughs> it's it's a Checks problem. Out. Yep. Mm-hmm. Sure. 
And Tom Hanks comes from two different families. Um, so one of his families are cat-themed criminals uh, from the Tom side of his family, short mm-hmm. for Tomcat, of course. Or, you know, his, his, his father's side are uh, textile-themed villains from, of course, the Hanks side of the family like right? a like a hanky much like a hanky right mm-hmm. so that's 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 tom tom hanks origin as he comes from these two very famous villain families very niche uh, villain families too uh-huh. seth i figured out how we could do a prequel about his character why the two but, okay. families the two families are the mont and the cat pulets oh, and we do jesus ooh, christ <laughs> we do a romeo and juliet mm-hmm. prequel that's very good and at the end Ooh. of it tom hanks is born and they give him the name of just their two last names jammed together mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. seems good wow so good <laughs> um <laughs> right uh and then we get into the powers and uh, villain themes of the other college attendees that we meet. Because it's, uh, it's a real, like, you know, first time away from school. Everybody, you know, has a theme. Yeah. So first we have Tom Everett Scott, who's from a family that comes from Scotland and has an evil base on Everest. Um, mm -hmm. you won me back. You lost me with the Scotland and you won me back with the Everest. (laughs) Yep. Yep. And his powers are Scotty dog themed. Uh, and, and he's doing a thick, thick accent. Mm. Like it's, it's love this. It's real rough. Um, uh, so Ethan Embry has like crazy powers and he can turn his enemies into like eggs or embryos if you will Mm -hmm. uh Mm -hmm. that he can then squash but they only stay as eggs for like 30 (laughs) seconds uh and so he has to move really quickly like it's a it's a problem even get in there and do the squashing yeah yeah Mm -hmm. yep Yep. uh we have Liv tyler who has the power of being steven tyler's daughter (laughs) being very rich and getting into movies easily which i guess she can somehow use for evil like making armageddon a movie or something Mm. sure enough yep if you want to like if you want to like stretch it uh Liv Mm -hmm. tyler views both steven tyler and todd rungren as her father so you could mm. she could have the two most evil aspects of both of those people i was gonna say we we lee and i talked about this i did not know that uh her and steve were estranged for a long time because i didn't steve know that either yeah a very rampant drug user back in the the days when she would have been well it's not know. so much that they were estranged as her mom just didn't want him in her life so she never sure, told sure. him right. that they were yeah oh he didn't even know jesus christ wow yeah, well, okay. I mean, that's not... I don't think so. She definitely didn't know. Liv definitely didn't know. Okay. Interesting. Well, in but my... The, the mom picked a different, like, massively famous person and was like, that's your dad. Deal with it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, you you you, you come up with stuff when you have to. Uh, sure, yeah. <laughs> that's what I say about my beloved lime tree, Fitzseth. Uh, <laughs> I hope he can't hear me, because he's my bastard son, but I tell him that his, his parentage is... Uh, I don't know, maybe Giovanni Ribisi? Who knows? Sure, sure, yeah. Um, you could do worse. <laughs> yeah, it's true. All right, so next we have Charlize Theron, who has the power to burn or char things. <laughs> okay. uh, you know, using some kind of eye beams, and I think Theron kind of sounds like, like, a, like a crazy eye beam apparatus that she has. See, 
I was thinking more like uh, Sharon uh, sounds a little bit more like... uh, uh, No, cut all this out. I never mind. Forget about it. I was going to say, what if she played a cool Theramon? I don't know how... Ooh, she could be a music-themed villain that that uses a a theremin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Just like beams evil theremin energy at people. See, that's so much better because I combined her first and last name and was going to say that her power involves, like, polishing chairs. Yeah. Um, Okay. That's not good, Lee. I'm sorry. (laughs) That's That's not good. Hey, we're workshopping it. You know, there are no bad ideas. That's that's, that's essentially what is happening for this right now. (laughs) We're blue sky in this one. Yeah. Um... Okay, so next up I have Rita Wilson, who is a master poisoner, and she kills people using her signature toxic Margarita. Oh, into that's that. funny because her her first name actually is Margarita. Yeah, probably because that's what. Yeah, I mean, she, I, she's like Greek, but has like a weirdly Hispanic sounding name. Is no, Mar- Mar- let's not let's not weigh in on these kind of things. Okay. Also, Margarita <laughs> is is a reasonably common Greek name. Also, it's it's sure. uh, translated. It ends up meaning Daisy, oftentimes. Oh, well, um, that's fine. Yeah. As a, the a margarita is a tequila Daisy. Yep. Oh, precisely. Oh. A Daisy is a type of of cocktail. Yeah. Oh. Yep. All right. Cool. Yep. So there we go. All right. <laughs> we did some history. We did some good history then. <laughs> yeah. Next we have Giovanni Ribisi. Who has a super gross power where he can like pull out his own ribs and use them as machetes, and he goes under the moniker Rib Easy. Love that. I yeah. love that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nailed it. Um, right. Can I you think... like? Can he? Can he also be like vaguely like religion themed? Oh, where probably. He's, like, yeah, he's, he's like, oh, here's Adam. Sure, sure. I'm gonna give you a taste of Adam and Eve. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what he named the top two ribs that he often pulls oh, out. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he's really good friends with Marilyn Manson because they can both suck their own dicks because yeah. exact ribs removed. Oh, what a power! That's true. yeah, it's true. <laughs> um. Speaking of things from the 90s, like, guys, the Speaking rumor of... about Marilyn Manson doing that. Yeah, untrue I, things from the 90s. <laughs> I, I, I did actually know that one, uh, so that's yeah. weird. How did that come up? Anyway. Because uh, we were all stars in the dope show, Seth. Oh. Can't avoid it. <laughs> see, again, see, the only version of all of those 90 hits that I know is off of Running With Scissors uh, and Polka Power 1 from Weird Al. <laughs> uh, where it's, we're all stars now. In the dope show. This checks out. This all checks out. Yeah, yeah. I know that Weird Al would be chill with us doing this, but mm-hmm. maybe like don't mm-hmm. sing a Weird Al song mm-hmm. on mic you know, for like stopped. money reasons. I didn't. God, get off my he's back. He's famously not litigious, I think. Yeah, yeah he's, I he's think he's cool the opposite of litigious. Yeah, by, by way of the way he makes his living, I think he cannot be litigious. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Right, but he makes a point of asking for permission first. That's, that's, true. True. Yeah. that's true. But, you know, I... I you know, it's all right. Anyway, so we're moving. <laughs> you know, on. His parents died tragically, right? Yes. Car accident? Something? Carbon monoxide. Oh, yeah. God. All right. Cool, wow. Lee. Way to bring us down. Um, yeah, I was gonna. I do. I was Sad gonna guest. keep. I was gonna keep doing my uh, my movie, but instead, let's talk about bummers for let's a while. Just, shall let's we? just sit in this fart for a good fifteen <laughs> minutes. <laughs> cool. Thanks. Thanks. So anyway. 
we do some establishing of this all and the fact that they're all freshmen at uh, Villanova College. Oh yeah, Villanova. <laughs> Why didn't you just call it Villanova? <laughs> I really should have. No, I didn't. I didn't think of it until now. But uh... I've uh, my sister lives like almost in the middle of Villanova, and let me tell you, if ever there was a college that might be spawning supervillains, it's fucking yeah. That one. Oh, without a doubt. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no. So Villanova a College. Boy. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Villanova College of Peoria uh, is <laughs> Villanova College oh. Tech of Peoria is what we're calling <laughs> Thank this. Thank you. <laughs> um, right. So we do a lot of establishing that they're like taking their basic courses and a lot of like basic social establishing and pecking orders, and there are some bullies and stuff. Like it doesn't matter. So like in the courses, here's where I wanted to get your guys' input. So I wanted to, and this is where I wrote, solicit suggestions of like college course titles for the villain. So I have oh. a brief list. Let me do my brief list first. So we have um, General Ne'er Do Weldom, of okay. course. Uh, we have uh, quote creative genetics. Um. That we just have, sounds like we have, they're at Liberty University, if I'm yeah, being honest. Is that like Ooh. eugenics? <laughs> no, no, I didn't want it that way. Uh, I have FIRE, uh, in all caps. <laughs> I, I like that a lot, yeah. <laughs> uh, and, well, I also had a subtitle, which was Friend or Foe. Uh, oh. but <laughs> mm. fire just by its own that was my initial idea that's very good i um, was thinking it would be more of like an acronym for like first ignite rarely extinguish yeah oh. that's really good that's solid did you mm. just write off the dome that one that's impressive i did wow Ooh, wow <laughs> well you are a better writer than i am uh no. next up maybe <laughs> we have timing and betrayal oh, um, i like that a lot yeah, yeah. um we have uh, metahuman sexuality and seduction. Oh. Uh, of course, something, you know, like evil lair design. Natch, and, yeah. Naturally. Mount, um, mountains and whatnot, yeah. yeah. Uh, hostage economics. Oh. Sure. Uh, and that was the end of the, the list that I came up with. So. Can I suggest um, uh -huh. how to end a second act, maybe? Ooh, that is mm. a good way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um monologues for the professional villain like that is sure. that is excellent yeah. yeah yeah like proper proper monologue theory and like what mm -hmm. you need to cover in your monologue and when to do it yeah mm -hmm. advanced monologuing yeah things yeah. like that yeah, what about, yeah. Um, butchering an accent perhaps uh Ooh. yeah like that you happens really, you really have your like according to the the movie thank you for smoking where your villains are always uh rab right or what is it? R-A-V? It's like Russians, Arabs, and something oh, else. Sure, I, sure, sure, sure. I, I can't remember what the last one is, but yeah. yeah. Those are the only people that are allowed to smoke. Uh, oh, right. Oh. According to the, I think yeah. it might be R-A-V because it's Russians, Arabs, and villains. Uh, okay. Um, yep. Yeah, that's what I remember. But that was a good movie. I enjoyed that's pretty that. Pretty good. Yeah, I, I remember enjoying it. Yeah. I haven't seen it since I saw it in movie theaters, though. So it it taught me of the existence of the fact that people put cheese on apple pie, <sighs> which I wasn't oh, aware. I, I, I learned about that from the Dick Van Dyke show. Oh, uh, not my America. No thanks. Uh, actually, good. it's pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. You would say that. So I'm back to the. Back to the courses. Uh -huh. What about like uh, the thermodynamics of dick laser deflection? Like mm. something like that. Yeah. Oh, how yeah. to avoid 
you know. Wait, yeah. okay, so you can take different uh like uh this paths through what's it minor no concentrations yeah where you sure. can be yeah. like a goof villain or like a serious villain yeah oh, very good absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah wind up wind up uh chattering teeth and you yes yeah like, yeah. Like, yeah how like d- creating a, a a goof weapon yeah or like mm-hmm. costuming should definitely be mm-hmm. like a yeah subcategory. costuming is up there yeah, yeah. there's a there's a fashion that, design that, way that goes sure, in with yeah. the uh evil layer design sort of doctor uh, dr mariel would uh be the chairman of this yeah uh-huh situation, that's true yes <laughs> um so anyway um the oh focus... also we should probably have like an mba program just you mm-hmm. know. oh yeah. yeah you gotta yeah. finance the whole thing it's true well yeah, yeah. i mean mm-hmm. definitely hostage economics is gonna be in there yeah, yeah. um yeah so, like, okay. you ask, for, like, how much do you ask for? How do you ask for it? Like, right. what kind of compensation? How many of them do you kill before? You yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That whole thing. Yeah. Um, so, uh, the focus of this movie is that all of our main characters are, you know, vaguely friends, and they're all enrolled in a required class, which is, of course, creative genetics, which is mm. why I wouldn't <laughs> let you change that one, because sure. it's the crux of the rest of my shitty plot. <laughs> Got it? <laughs> okay. Um... And the whole course grade is based on a final project, which is to use, quote, creative genetics to create a thing. You know, that thing you do? A thing, like a swamp thing, or a wild thing, or the thing, or, you know, that other thing. So you're creating some kind of weird genetic monstrosity. Yeah, it's like a, a monster, a monstrous hench person. Exactly. So this is this is like or building just a, a bridge in physics class for like science Olympiad, except, except genetics. <laughs> yeah, except except creative genetics, where you know you're you're manipulating you know like five different animals into some kind of crazy chimera or you know yeah you you kidnap somebody from peoria illinois and inject them with a serum that turns them into a monster of some nature you know that's definitely of stuff. you do do definitely do that yes yeah absolutely Obviously, you yes. do yeah um so we spend a lot of time with the characters uh, you know who are partnered up in some way creating their own things uh, whatever the hell those might be. Like, I, I, you know, we're in the middle, and I don't give a shit. Yep. <laughs> um, as is the style of the time. And, you know, there's a lot of drama and experiments and failures and, of course, comings of ages uh, oh. in various ways. And I'm jumping right to the end. The movie ends with, of course, our group of, of actors who all have puns made out of their names. <laughs> um, they're all being friends, and, you know, they really appreciate each other. They're kind of a makeshift family. Um, <laughs> and um, I smell nine sequels. <laughs> yeah. And then they're just releasing all of their, quote, things on an unsuspecting nearby town in middle America. And the final shot is them standing face facing the camera, facing a sunset, shoulder to shoulder, like kind of leaning on each other, smiling, while the audio is just screams and explosions and crashes and shit. <laughs> and then, and the epilogue is, that was the demise of Urbana Champagne. <laughs> Ooh. Very good. Wow. Yep. And that's, that's, that's super fun. I, yeah. <laughs> I will say, Seth, this is kind of like the, the sideways sequel to sky high that's what Um, i ended up thinking halfway through i was like oh shit did i just do an evil sky high 
I Man, might have. Because the, the villain's plot in that movie was to create a villain high school. Uh, oh, and oh. yeah. Well, there we go. Yeah. I got to say, well, too, a, a weirdly, movie that it's is called almost uh... entirely character and world building and mm-hmm. has almost no plot entirely. I am super into that. Yeah, like, no. That's a fun. It, it ends up making a place called Villanova, weirdly. Yep. <laughs> Also I, love that. I hate that it took so long to find that, but like it's yeah. so perfect. It's, it's right a there. while for us to get yeah. the nug, but there is a nug right yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. So that's my movie. That thing you do. Wonderful. Awesome. Uh-huh. Um, so Zach, how do we want to? Do you want to? Do you want to read the the summary first, and then give yeah. Seth some of the additional information? Or yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, we probably, unfortunately, have way too much to talk about, but here we go. Mm, we did talk oh. for a while. I'm sorry. It took me longer to get through my No, quick. it's no, okay. It was fun. I'll, I'll keep the, the summary very short. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Okay, IMDb summary. A local Pennsylvania band scores a one-hit wonder in 1964 and rides the star-making machinery as long as they can, with lots of help from its manager. Is this a, is this a biopic? Like, of a real thing or not? It's a pastiche yes of no. a lot of different. Ooh, it's a pastiche. I do love 60s that term. bands. Yeah, like. Yeah. Um, oh, so it's so like I great balls of you, fire. I want to tell you some of the crew for this movie before I give you the summary. If mm. that sounds okay to you. Already tuned out. Sorry. No. I. <laughs> I yeah. I did already tune out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh dear. Does that sound okay, Seth? I wasn't listening. What am I doing? <laughs> I'm going to give you some of the crew. Okay. Yes. Please. Before we please give you do. the summary. Okay. Uh huh. So, score to this. We already talked about how Adam Schlesinger did the uh, the the song "That Thing You Do." It's the title song mm-hmm. to the movie, right. and the band in the movie that's their song. Uh, um, it's that. But the way you do the thing you do. That one or what? No, or... it's not. No, um, okay. But. So hmm. the uh, the score of this movie was scored by Howard Shore, who I know you know and love. Mm-hmm. I do love Howard Shore. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are doing Lord of the Rings music right now. Let the records show. Uh, um, yeah, no, yeah. it was uh, Minas Morgoth. Is um, the, what I was doing. Any, anyway, uh, also. <laughs> uh, Costume. Usually you're fucking down for Lord of the Rings shit, but I guess not I today. God. Um, so costume design w- uh, is it was done by four-time Academy Award winner Colleen Atwood. Oh, interesting. Film editing done by Academy Award winning editor of Star Wars, Richard Chu. Yep. Eesh, Jesus Christ. This really has a, a murderer's row. Cinematography sure. done by somehow not an Academy Award winner, but a very famous cinematographer, Tak Fujimoto, who is probably most famous for shooting Silence of the Lambs. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, yep. It was, uh, it's, it's, it's kind of just loaded with every possible best person in their field from behind the scenes perspective. Yeah. Um, how do you think someone would go about accumulating a crew like that? Like, Blackmail. What would, Hmm? Blackmail. <laughs> oh, we've got a meta movie going on. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's not exactly it. Uh, so oh, okay. Sorry. I, I just with... assumed that the only way that you could get this this uh, this motley crew together with with an umlaut, of course, uh, is through blackmail. Yes. 
Well, so it's it's actually because this movie is the directorial debut of one Mr. Tom Hanks. Ba-da! Fucking shit. Okay. <laughs> wow. When did this come out, by the way? 1996. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So that's he... before the real hanks assance no, this Ooh. is post both Oscars. Oh, I, I shit. think Tom Hanks' entire career has been the Hanks Assance, honestly. Yeah, so. I mean, he, yeah, he, he rarely flubs too bad. Yeah. Basically, from big on, he mm-hmm. was the most famous man in the world. Like, people still talk about Tom Hanks being like, oh, yeah, the Mr. Oscars. He hasn't won an Oscar mm. in fucking 25 years. Is that so, true? Wait, oh yeah. Yeah, it's true. Whoa. So, wait, you're saying that Mazes and Monsters wasn't the beginning? Oh. It was the beginning, but it wasn't like <laughs> it didn't make him. No, 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 no. <laughs> mm, I do love that satanic panic well, from mm-hmm. Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> Hashtag the 80s. Um, yeah. See, this is pop culture I know. <laughs> true. Be- before you were even born. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, also this, true. I mean, wink. Before yeah. I was born. Sure, wink, wink. sure. Before you were manifested, I guess, is more accurate. Yeah. I mean, I was never born. We've established this. It was before yes. he was conjured at Villanova Tech. Yes. Uh, Through the in, boiling in, pot in, and the smoke and the whatnot. Yes. Yeah. In, the thing, in the the thing course, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What yeah. yeah. <laughs> a good uh, course. <laughs> Seth has seven arms. Um, so <laughs> It's true. Nobody's seen a picture of me, so yes. <laughs> yeah. Let me give you a slightly longer summary. Um. It's about a band called The Wonders um, who keep trying to spell their name O-N-E-D-E-R-S and everybody calls them the Oneiders or the Oneaters. Oh, so they're like a potato company. Yeah, so like the first half of the movie is full of people not knowing what they're supposed to be called. Um, But anyway, uh, so it's about a band called The Wonders from Erie, Pennsylvania. Ew. Quite, right quite us. Ew, yes. yeah, yeah i mean i spent some time in area i know what it's like yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. it does kind of suck uh yeah. they write a song it becomes a hit they get signed by a record label they go on tour across the country they have a big national television performance mm-hmm. they break up and that's the end of the movie that's um, the end of the movie like in hell that was world record for fastest ever wow. so it's, and it's, i even there's was a lot more going on like, like a bunch t- Tom Everett Scott is, is, for lack of a better term, the main character. He's yes. the drummer of the band, and it's mm-hmm. it's also about him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like, from it, a bare-bones plot perspective, that's the movie. It, it's a lot of uh, character interaction stuff, and, like, uh, teens, like, growing up don't really know what they're doing, and everybody's flailing. And Oh, and... yeah, I mean, that's the theme of my movie also at Villanova. Yeah, that's true, yes. Mm-hmm. Tech. <laughs> my Villanova Tech of Peoria. Mm-hmm. I... I I feel compelled to mention, um, I found this movie online in a place, and the version that Lee and I watched was the director's cut. and oh, Which is 40 no. minutes longer than the regular oh, version. No. At least 40 minutes longer. So the version no, it's we watched, exactly 40 minutes longer. Okay. It was like two hours, 24 220. minutes? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And that sounds so terrible. I I was surprised by this, and then Lee figured out that it was the director's cut, mm-hmm. and uh, so we got a lot of extra stuff. Yeah, it yeah. was. I don't think necessary, but uh, you know, everybody knows that cuts. that Tom Hanks is really the Ridley Scott of uh, <laughs> well of weird well, Kingdom of Heaven Pencil- director's cut, Pennsylvania which... oriented yeah. pseudo biopics about a bunch of bands. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, mm-hmm. um, and then a face hugger like... comes out, and it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's it's weird in in that like so it's a director's cut and i feel like everything that they shot Mm -hmm. just went into the director's cut like there's so many shots of characters with the camera just on them reacting to things that i feel like could not have possibly been there like yeah that's lee and i talked a lot about this it while tom hanks is like very capable it did seem like he was sort of faking it till he makes it situation Mm -hmm. for directing he was just like I've been in movies, and this is what directors do. <laughs> that That's how my movie works, too, by the way. Sure, It's sure. a lot of oh, reacting okay, cool. shots. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, is, it is incredibly, like, it is competently directed, but there's yeah. nothing terribly interesting about it. That's mm-hmm. very fair, yeah. The only mm-hmm. interesting parts are that there's so many weird people associated with it. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, like every every small part is a famous person. Like yeah. there's no non-famouses in this movie. So I was like, gonna say let's really, let's yeah. do that right now. Uh, all of the yeah, people who we else didn't is in give it? You. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. and a lot of these are extreme cameos. Like one scene, like one speaking line, three seconds of actual time. In some in some cases, it's whole plot points that got deleted and weren't in the movie. Yes, but yes. Uh, okay, so uh, Brian Cranston plays real-life astronaut Gus Grissom for a total of three seconds. <laughs> oh, no, Gus Grissom, my my crispy, crispy boy that I've seen <laughs> his, pre, his capsule. Is, pre-toaster oven, yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Yep. I, oh, right, so Brian Cranston didn't play a, play a burned-up corpse inside he an oxygen-rich environment. He, Weird. No. Because I expected alive them to put that on the film. Hand. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, a, a tiny baby child, Colin Hanks, R.I.P. Gus Gisrum, also because he was oh, he was course, a yeah. really cool guy. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, tiny baby Colin Hanks, uh, lead off son of Tom Hanks, uh, uh-huh. plays lead off son. Love that. <laughs> He's That's got great. a lot of kids. There's <laughs> like three, right? He has three no, like kids. Five, I think. What? Oh. He's got two with previous wife and then two with Rita. Well, that maybe? would be four. Yeah, that would be four. You're right. I don't know. Mm, I mean, um, you're the person who had a math degree, so I don't have a math degree. I have a math adjacent degree. <laughs> All right, fair. All right. Uh, yeah, he he is like a literal teen, and he plays an usher uh, in one of the theaters that the mm, band is and playing he's in. he's not like a sexual predator yet. Right. Usher uh, is not the one who's a sexual predator. You're thinking of R. Kelly. You are. hey oh. That was um, a fun joke, though. Uh, <laughs> it it would have been good, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Okay, um, uh, Howie also, Long. Also, Colin Hanks is, is a problem. Um, but that's... Is he a problem? Oh, is he really? I believe so. Uh, maybe no. I'm mixing it up. I don't want to disparage him. His, but... his it's his other, brother. Yeah, his other son, oh. Chet. Chet Hankst. Can, oh. you, can you guess he was going to be the problem with a name yeah. like Chet? Yeah. Oof, ba-boof. Yeah. Uh, no, I think Colin Hanks is on Wait, ground. which one was in the assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford? I assume Colin. Yeah, <laughs> so I thought he was a he, he was a problem in that. Maybe not. I don't know. Oh, I, I should, can we I move should, on though? I, I, sure. I shouldn't speak out of turn. I'm just talking for the sake of talking. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, Howie Long is a driver, and as far as Lee and I could figure he's out, not he's not a driver. He's explicitly supposed to be his date. Oh, a date, but he drives him around and like acts as like a bodyguard in some capacity. But maybe he's just his like weird. So, all right, we should get into Tom this Hanks's thing. character <laughs> is supposed to be like a subtly gay man in the '60s, apparently, which mm-hmm. only comes through in the director's cut. Yes, Howie Long is literally not in the uh, theater cut movie at all. Um, 
And also, is is that true? Like, did we... I thought we sort of embellished We this. assumed that, yeah. um, but apparently that was the intention. Right, okay. So there, there are, like, two instances where it seems clear in current day that uh, Tom Hanks was uh, flirting with dudes or, like, implying some sort of... Uh, mm, it really seems like this is an author is dead situation, isn't it? Uh, I mean, yeah. I, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Howie Long is around, and uh, again, it's not really um, age appropriate or makes uh, sense. I don't. Yeah, yeah. the even whole thing is very weird. Howie Wait, Long, Howie Long wink. is 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 older um, than Tom Hanks, but they're not like. Oh, Howie Long is older. I was gonna say way younger than Tom Hanks. Oh no, he just has that youthful appearance from hanging out with Terry Hatcher too much. That's probably That's true. true. <laughs> That's a fair point. Oh my god, yeah. I forgot about those radio check commercials. <laughs> he, he sucked all of the youthfulness out of Terry Hatcher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Dean anyway, Kane was also uh, just around. It was very upsetting. That's fair. Yeah, no one wants Dean Kane. No, no, no way. Did you see Rat Race? He's a dirtbag in that movie. <laughs> He's a dirtbag in real life. So like, yeah, it's that's fine. True, true. <laughs> Uh, Superman. Yeah. A famed famed musician, Chris Isaac, is a church sound engineer and an uncle to, I think, Tom Everett Scott? Is that yeah, right? Tom Everett Scott's the main character and when it, when he joins the band, because Giovanni Ravisi is the original drummer who breaks his arm, and then Tom Everett Scott joins the band. It's really surprising that he breaks his arm and not his ribs. Oh. Yeah, right? <laughs> Giovanni Ravisi <laughs> um, is also, like, Barely in this movie. I, I, yeah, I did sure. not remember that he was. He's in yeah. like maybe mm-hmm. five scenes. Yeah, no, this is not surprising. Yeah. Yeah. So when when Tom Everett Scott joins the band, he's like, "Hey, we should cut a record to sell at gigs." And his uncle is a a he has recording equipment because he records like church choirs. So they record their song in a church. Uh, yep. To great which echo. Is, yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. <laughs> Yeah. Um, oh no! I mean, unless that's what you're going for, right? I don't think it was. Yeah. Okay. It's funny too because uh, Tom Everett Scott's family owns like a a, a failing appliance store, mm-hmm. and Giovanni Ribisi ends up taking Tom Everett Scott's job at the appliance store, and yeah. basically becomes the new son. Like it's weird. <laughs> it oh shit! Quite All weird. right, there's some yeah. move. Yeah. Um, famed comedian Kevin Pollak uh, plays a local DJ in a mm-hmm. single scene. Mm-hmm. Um, Sean. Yeah, he like MCs a giant like showcase of bands that they play at. Yeah, mm-hmm. Sean Whalen, which is probably not a name anyone recognizes, but if you looked up his face, you would totally recognize him. Uh, he's in, he's the other McPoyle. He oh. is he. He's the not Jimmy Simpson McPoyle. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if that's the same person, but he looks like that guy. Either way. Um, when I quickly Wikipedia, there's a scientist who is at uh, Washington University, St. Louis. So I don't know who you're talking about. It's not that guy. Definitely mm, not that guy. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he plays a heckler. Uh, Clint Howard, brother of <gasps> Rod Howard. Clint Howard. Another local DJ. Um, Paul Feig, famed director of many famous things nowadays, plays, you guessed it, a local DJ. Hmm. Uh, (laughs) uh, Later on, Jonathan Demme, uh, the director of The Science of the Lambs and Philadelphia, which is why Tom Hanks knew him, um, plays a famous Hollywood director in one scene. He also uh, produced the movie. Oh, okay. That makes a little more sense. He is, oh, 
he's not the other McPoyle, but in the episode of Sunny where they had a ton of the whole McPoyle family, he um, plays a McPoyle okay. in that one. He does look like the skinny, tall, weird face McPoyle, mm-hmm. but the non-Jimmy Simpson. The not Jimmy yeah. Simpson. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. Um, and finally, uh, one of the weirdest ones was Getty Watanabe uh, of Long Duck Dong fame is a random photographer. And I he was the only one on this list that I do not remember actually seeing in the movie. <laughs> He's in the scene with where the guy makes the really disgusting sandwich. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I yeah. think that was only in the director's cut as well. Please Maybe. tell me more oh, about possibly. this sandwich. Yeah. Did you mention um, Bosom Buddy star Peter Scolari? Oh, I did not because I thought we gave Seth him as a cast member. No, but... you didn't. But <laughs> yeah. Jesus. He, he plays so the many... Ed Sullivan uh, stand-in mm-hmm. of the variety show they go on. There's yes. so many goddamned people in this movie. So many. Like with the crew that Lee mentioned and all these mm-hmm. people, like Tom really fucking pulled out all the stops. It was wild. Yeah. He pulled in every favor he could as possibly fucking no, find. So like, yeah. it wasn't blackmail then. Hmm. I think I mean, it could have. I think he's just a cool guy, and everybody was like, "Yeah, I think right. people just like Tom Hanks." I, I like Tom Hanks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Too bad he has the he has the corona. Well, I, I imagine if he hasn't died yet, he's probably over it at this point. Yeah, but... probably. Yeah. I feel like we would have heard if he died. Yeah, yeah he probably, but um, he, he did have the roni. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so uh, let's just go over who the people we gave you play. Oh uh, yeah, Tom Everett Scott's the drummer. Uh, he's the like cool one in the band, and he oh. loves jazz. And he ends up at the end of the movie getting a job in California, being a DJ on a jazz radio station, Fuck. working with Clint Howard. Oh my um, god! So Zach, is this your favorite character? That's uh, I know. Yeah, Lee also brought this up. Um. <laughs> The drumming part is super cool because he like is sort of a side drummer, which like doesn't take it very seriously, which I can relate to. But then the loves Yaz part, no, get fucked all day long. That's crazy. But the thing that I thought that Zach would love so much about this movie is every scene where the band is playing, they decide that, oh, clearly the drummer is going to be the most popular guy in the band. So they always like frame the drummer center stage when they're on tv he is in the middle of the shot like it is weird because uh we didn't give you or mention the lead singer guy i don't remember Uh his name he's not all that famous now. he's not famous at all yeah but he's like as as zach pointed out he is literally superman handsome was the phrase that yes he is so good looking it's almost unnatural like it's baffling how good looking he is and then they pick like random schlubby guy, the drummer as the like focal point heartthrob of the band, which is crazy. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh he's and and the singer is the one who like writes their songs and he takes it the most seriously mm-hmm. and he's the one who's dating Liv Tyler and uh, treating her like yeah. shit the whole mm-hmm. time. Yeah. And he's the one who figure. breaks the band up because he gets jealous and all kinds of stuff. Oh. So yep. yeah. Oh. Um Steve Zahn's the guitar player who's just a goof. Avi. Okay. Best sure, yeah. character in the movie, hands down. Mm-hmm. He eventually abandons the band and goes to Vegas, gets drunk, and marries a girl. Um, yep. Well, we've all been there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Ethan Embry is the bass player who is credited in the movie as TB Player. This uh, Okay, this is amazing. I did not notice this until I read the trivia later. I know, I didn't they either. They never name his character in the movie. And yes, his his name on the credits is TB Player, the bass player. And uh, apparently, I read on one of the trivia things. Okay, I'm going to read this verbatim because this is how I read it on IMDb. 
Mm-hmm. One of the greatest mysteries of cinematic history was the real <laughs> name of the bass player. That is already mm-hmm. fucking insane. Obviously. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, despite being referred to as TB player in the epilogue. To celebrate the 20th anniversary of That Thing You Do, Ethan Embry finally put fans out of their misery and revealed the name of the musician, and it's Tobias. That's it. How boring. <laughs> so his his yeah. character... Wank, in a jack-off uh, motion. Yeah. Wank yeah. sense. <laughs> his character signs up to be a Marine before they make it big, and then like tours with them through the whole movie, and then eventually kind of has to leave... Mm-hmm. And they replace him last minute with like some professional session musician. The Wolfman. And there's this, there's this amazing. <gasps> Wolfman Jack. No, not Wolfman Jack. Oh. Sadly, there's this amazing scene where the lead singer is like, "Can you? Do you even oh know our God. song? Can you even play it?" And he goes, "I think I can handle it, kid." And then he does like a bass solo. <laughs> but my favorite thing about it is he doesn't say, "I think I can handle it, kid." He does not. Okay, so it's definitely not Wolfman Jack. Different, Understood. Different Wolfman. Yeah, uh, my because f- he was dead for many years before they oh, made. Oh yeah, movie. I know, I know when Wolfman yeah. Jack. Come on. Um, my favorite thing about this scene is he does this bass solo. The bass is not plugged in, so you can like kind of hear it, mm-hmm. but bass is second only to drums in the sense of like if you do something like virtuosic on a bass in front of people who don't play that instrument they just don't not gonna know that it was good like at all (laughs) that was lee fucking shit all over my dreams in like five (laughs) seconds he's like yeah i guess that was fine but i mean who cares and i was like oh god damn it you're right (laughs) who cares it's a fucking bass solo also (laughs) drum solos the same comment yes absolutely. i mean yeah yeah, without a doubt yeah playing playing neither instrument uh i also could not be be even convinced to pretend to give a shit oh yeah especially like like, nobody even barely notices that bands have bass players most of the time (laughs) but you do notice its absence i must say that's like as yeah. a as a bassoon player oh. uh, in or base of the woodwinds <laughs> in the past, um, definitely you notice the absinthe, which is why my debut album was Life and Times in a post bassoon world where we just play classic bassoon themed pieces sure. with no bassoon, and you're like, oh, nobody likes the Sorcerer's Apprentice without a bassoon. Well, counterpoint White Stripes, but yeah, whatever. No, that's fine. Yeah, there is definitely a bassoon <laughs> in the White Stripes. <laughs> I never looked that closely. You might be right. I honestly don't know. <laughs> There's uh, Jack White. Meg is Meg actually White, a bassoon. White, yeah. <laughs> bassoon White. Um, okay. So Liv Tyler is the joke I've ever done. Oh my god. Fuck. Liv, Liv Tyler is the girlfriend of the lead singer. He treats her like shit the whole time. Uh-huh. She goes on tour with them. Um, Tom Everett Scott is like the whole movie is just nailing you over the head with like oh she really has chemistry with Tom Everett Scott and he actually cares about her and he treats her like a human and he like looks out for her and it's like me and Zach maybe disagreed on this but it's like yes that's definitely going on except I don't think their chemistry was convincing at all Hmm. it looked so fake I I do disagree on this point I I think it was subtle to the point of being very real Mm -hmm. like they didn't it wasn't a tedious romantic subplot as we so often get. No, it uh, wasn't. It was written really well. Mm-hmm. I just don't think they acted it very well. Oh, that's entirely fair. I mean, this was Tom Everett Scott's like first movie, I think. And I don't mm-hmm. know what Liv did before this, but yeah, either way. Um, 
Yeah, I I don't know. It it just in the writing sense, it wasn't like at the forefront, and I appreciated that quite a bit. And then at the end, they end up together, ish. You assume? Um, no, they end up together, and then during the credits, they have like a "Where are they now?" Oh, and they got right. married. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, mm-hmm. but like they don't hammer it home over and over and over and over and over and over. And I appreciated that quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what other characters? Oh, Tom Hanks is there. He's not their first manager, but he's their like manager once they make it big, and he's in the movie for like most of the movie. And yeah. IMDb does focus on him. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, who else is in this movie? Oh, uh, Charlize Theron is oh, yeah. uh, Tom Everett Scott's um, girlfriend back in Erie who just like doesn't give a shit about his music or him really. Mm. Uh, and she ends up, uh, she's really into the dentist. Like she loves going to the dentist Man. and she ends up fucking her dentist, it, mostly in montages. It's we find a this really out. fucking yeah. hunky dentist though. That guy was He is a good looking man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what'd you say? He also He's looks like much... Hmm? Would you say he's Superman esque? Uh, more so. He's got the the body. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's like a real triangle guy. Yeah, it's oh, weird. Yeah. Yeah. Triangle like a man, beefy swimmer. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So those are the characters. Uh-huh. Um, I think th- we've covered almost all my shit. The only other thing I wanted to say was uh, all of the actual band. So apparently they performed together or rehearsed together for eight weeks before the movie mm-hmm. and they all actually well a, the the songs themselves were dubbed over by like real musicians but mm-hmm. in the movie they are all actually playing their instruments which is such it's a nice very, touch steve yeah. steve zahn is like actually a, a musician yes. no like, yeah steve yeah. zahn knew what he was doing um i th- Ooh, think he's Tom had Scott, like ten thousand years to perfect it so like <laughs> that's your fuck he may have of invented course. the guitar we don't know yeah it's true he may have <laughs> he may have invented all of music <laughs> who knows yeah uh but no like everyone is playing very convincingly like ethan Embry is quite good at the bass uh, Tom Everett Scott is playing drums he, a little too loud. Like uh, he's a little wild with it, but he's mm. hitting all the things, which is a thing you never see in movies mm. where someone's mm-hmm. actually doing like, you're like listening yeah. to it and going like, Oh, they're yeah. Okay. No, yeah, I've seen, well, we talked about this with fucking whiplash. I was going to say, I've issues. seen a clip yeah. of whiplash. I, yeah. That's true. I refused uh, well, he to also, watch the actual movie, but yeah. Yeah. Miles Teller practiced for like months and months and months. I think. Yeah. And still sucks. It's such, well, <laughs> too much for JK Simmons, but uh, it is such a nice touch. Like that takes me out of something so fast. If I'm just mm-hmm. like, oh, they didn't even bother to care. Like, mm-hmm. well, the music stuff that I really liked, and we talked about this, was um, they purposely uh, started. They throughout the movie, they get better equipment, yeah. which is yeah. just amazing to me. Like they start off with like budget budget basement stuff. It was like, it was a silver tone guitar and, and a, a shitty Dan Electro Dan bass. Electro bass yeah. are such hallmarks mm-hmm. of garbage instruments. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. True. It's it's like the Fender Squire before Squire existed. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. and then when they make it big, they've got he's got this beautiful J bass and a yep. fucking Fender Jaguar. Like, yeah. oh my god, that Jaguar. <laughs> Fuck me, I would own that guitar now. Lee and I talked about instruments for like a fucking hour after this. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I do. do, You're right about Ethan Embry. He looked like every bass player I know in in real life, the way that they move around the stage. Like, 
Yeah. Yep. Huh. Just gliding behind the people that everyone's paying attention to. Exactly. Like, I love it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was so good. Like, the, the performance aspects were really great. I, that was another one, too. So the, the hit song, um, you hear 11 times in the movie, famously. Fuck mm-hmm. and shit. Yeah. Is it, like, Which different really versions of it? it? Is there, like, a like a Gregorian chant version? And the, then like not a, so much. Like, the a only... pop punk version? Oh, and God. then... Uh... <laughs> no. Well, I'm just going to write that down, because I'm going to do that fucking tonight. <laughs> <laughs> newfound glory plays that thing you do <laughs> um, uh no it's 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 like they they keep playing parts of it throughout the whole yeah. movie to kind of hammer home the like these guys only have one song yeah. like this this is a band that has one song yeah also this is the one that adam schlesinger uh penned mm-hmm. and is like mm-hmm. very iconic for this movie right yeah. hmm. and it is like it's a 1964 rock song yeah like right. it is perfect Absolutely. yeah um mm-hmm. and and uh, one of the fun things, like this, is actually a, a Beatles thing. Like the the song was written by the lead singer of the band as a ballad, and then the drummer yeah. just started playing it way faster. And they were like, "Oh wait, it's a fun up tempo song." And that's true about uh, the Beatles song "Please Please Me." So. Oh, neat. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of like nods to. We looked it up. Tom Hanks would have only been like. In his te- early teens, he was at this point. born in fifty six, so he would have been oh. eight. <laughs> okay, so he'd be like ten, yeah, like eight, yeah. like yeah. huh? It's a weird nostalgia trip for someone who wouldn't have been old enough to like have nostalgia for these things. Yes. It seems like, uh, yeah. yeah. So I mean, you guys know that I have nostalgia for times where I definitely w- wasn't wink. I'm born. just thinking, like the the. Yeah. The things I had nostalgia for, I have nostalgia for from when I was eight were not like a band of teens and 20 year olds going on tour. No, like, it's pogs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just, my favorite, my favorite slammer was one of those cardboard ones that said, I'd rather be slamming. So it was like, it was a slammer and a pog. Solid, yeah. Solid. My, <laughs> my favorite slammer I got from uh, some Tiva sandals and it had a pterodactyl on it and it was like a goddamn giant plastic tiva pterodactyl slammer and that is how i won the schoolyard yeah me and julio (laughs) (laughs) you named it julio that's perfect yeah it's crazy Oh boy, uh, let's talk about pogs more. Shall- no. I remember we everybody had those like those tubes okay. that you kept your pogs <laughs> oh, in. Oh fuck yeah. Fuck. I'm yeah. pretty sure one They're of They're called those Pringles by the way. My mom's house but... currently, like oh. I'm I'm certain the pogs of my childhood still exist somewhere probably. Yeah. Oh, someday they'll be expensive again, Zach. You got to keep yeah, the yeah, no, beanie wow. babies in the human oh, door. Like, let's yeah, hope. Let's we hope. all know the economy is cyclical. So like, That's we're in true. the 20s now. So well, the Furbies uh, came back recently. So like, that's true. Yeah, all right, yeah. so they in, went from being worth nothing to being worth MSRP again. Yeah. So. so in sixty more years, Beanie Babies will finally come back, and then in yeah. seventy more years, Pogs will be right around there. Yeah. Yeah. That seems. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank okay. God. So just keep keep those trash garbage pieces of cardboard you until then. <laughs> you know it. All right. There is uh, um. There's one more thing, Zach, okay. and and I remember you told me about this. Oh, I, I was gonna say I have a bunch of trivia, but this might be. Oh, one oh, of those. go for it! Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. yeah, go for it. Um, so uh, the first one I was gonna say, uh, speaking of Tom Hanks as a writer director, 
Um, he claimed that he wrote the script while he was on the promotional tour for Forrest Gump because he was so goddamn bored with all the interviews and the sitting around and the whatever that he wrote this entire movie on the tour for Forrest Gump. Wow. Quite fun. Yeah. Um, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Uh, I think the best of all time, which is the one Lee was alluding to, this is the film debut of Tom Everett Scott. As we mentioned, uh, Tom Mm -hmm. Hanks was initially opposed to hiring him because he didn't, uh, or no, sorry. Uh, because he looked like a young Tom Hanks. So Mm. while we were watching this movie independently, Zach and I both said, wow, Tom Everett Scott looks just like Tom Hanks before we knew about this. Turns out it was his wife, Rita Wilson, that convinced him because she thought he was super cute because she likes a hunky young Tom Hanks. Oh, I mean, who doesn't? Who doesn't? Yeah. This is even even funnier when uh, when you know what Rita Wilson's character does in this movie. Oh, yeah. She is a cocktail waitress at a jazz bar that Tom Everett Scott goes to, and she tries to take him home with her, but he gets too drunk. Oh, yes, I, boy, I think. Oh boy, that's some that's well, some cloudy with a chance of meatballs. Lee, I, Lee, I hope I'm not overstepping here, but I believe your exact quote was, uh, "She wears quite a revealing dress." And and Lee's quote was, uh, "Do you think Tom made her bring that dress home and wear it?" <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, yes, I do think that. Yes, of course. <laughs> um, okay, so bass player Ethan Embry covered that. Mm-hmm, cinematic mm-hmm. history. <laughs> okay. Tony Basil, who recorded the song Mickey, was the choreographer yeah, a, for this movie. The most famous choreographer. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah. Um, she she choreographed all the like there's um there's like some 60s girl group style yeah. and some like s- doo-wop singing group style people so she like choreographed the like backup singer movements and things yep hmm interesting and then the only other one was um that they rehearsed as a band before the movie which is hmm. I still hmm. fucking love that it's so hmm. good yeah I'm just really into cool. the uh the Tom Hanks Rita Wilson let's let's bring young little Tom Everett Scott home with us mm-hmm. uh, story mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. Oh, especially when in the deleted scene with Howie Long, uh, Howie Long oh, is yeah. taking Tom Hanks to a party and Tom Everett Scott's real drunk and he comes over to the car and he's like, Tom Hanks like, no, no, you have to go to bed. Get out of here. And then Howie looks at him and he goes, let's take him to the party with us. Hey. So like, <laughs> so it was a Tom Hanks, Howie Long, Tom Everett Scott, Rita Wilson, club sandwich. Can Ooh, you boy. fucking imagine? Because there's three layers of bread. Yeah, that's why no. It's a club who's sandwich. the ham and who's the bacon? Jeez. Well, well, I mean, Rita Wilson's one of those. I guess we need to find Terry Hatcher. She's a no, there. no, no, no. The sandwich is ruined. Oh fuck. Mm, she's the turkey. <laughs> oh, that mayonnaise done gone bad, <laughs> Governor. Somebody left the Terry out too long. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is getting a little sweaty. It is. Oh, a little. Uh, okay. Mm, I like it that way. Shall we rate? Okay. Probably? Yeah, sure. Yeah, go ahead and rate. Uh, So let me know what the IMDb rating is. But I'll give you you one guess what that IMDb rating is. If you had to guess a number, what would it be? 12? 6.9. Oh, shit. (laughs) Just like Tom Hanks and Tom Everett Scott. (laughs) I mean, as far as we know, yeah. 
Yeah, Rita definitely has has those Polaroids somewhere. She, she um, watches in the corner and just wanks it. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, real quick, I'll give you the money for the movie because we forgot about oh, that. Yeah, Fuck sure. it. Yeah. Um. So the budget was twenty six million, mm-hmm. and the box office was thirty four and a half. Oh so no! So it only made ten. Yeah. It actually it only made like twenty four million U.S. So wow. I thought this yeah. was like a massive hit. I'm surprised. By no, it. that's it's the thing is it. I feel like people our age, other than Seth, remember right. it being much bigger than it was. All right. it, it is probably it's right at that age where like this would have spoken to us because you know we they the people in the band were a little bit older than us, so it's like oh, aspirational fuck. in some sense. Maybe. Well, yeah. let me take back my whole thing about an eight year old wouldn't have nostalgia for this stuff. Well, we would have been like ten years old, nine years old when this came mm-hmm. out, and we still have fond memories. That's of it. a like, really good point, actually. Yeah. Fuck me. Fuck. All right. <laughs> it's a real great mouse detective. Yeah. I remember that Turns one. Out. All right, uh, Lee. What do you think about these numerically? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll do the OG first. The OG is uh, totally fine. Mm-hmm. I I don't know if watching the uh, director's cut was better or worse. I guess yeah. it's kind of cool mm-hmm. that we saw like some cutting room floor stuff. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. A lot of reaction shots of people. <laughs> um, yep. Including the bellhop at the hotel, um, who's. Uh, that was one breaks the fourth noted. wall at the end of the movie. Looks right down the barrel. Is oh, it Daniel Stern playing the bellhop? No, <laughs> no, it's um, I can't remember his name, but the actor also plays Sam's dad on Detroiters. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I just can't remember the man's name. It was yeah. so weird. He was like the god character that has like perfect omniscience, I think. And then at the Let's end, Let's talk about. Are we going to talk about magical? You know what? Uh, no, phrase I'm no, no, use? no, no. Because he kind of fills sorry, that sorry. role. He kind of fills that role. Zach. God, he anyway. kind of does. Oh, but that taints him and also Tom. No, no. Yeah, let's, let's not, just let's say not. that a very talented actor who isn't super famous got to play mm-hmm. a concierge, and in a lot of movies, a concierge has some weird magic, like weird omniscience and magic. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that that does tend to be true. I mean, I've seen Dunstan checks in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he he does a Deus Ex Machina thing at the end too, where like Liv Tyler's in the restaurant. And Tom Everett Scott's outside, and he's like, fuck all this. And he's like, hey, you should go hang out with Liv Tyler. And he goes, okay. Mm-hmm. And like, you know. Nah, okay. And Fate. then they literally go to fuck, and he looks, the concierge looks at the camera, yeah. and the movie's over. Yep. Like, he wink, and then we're done. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I often do that at cameras. That's true. I wink at cameras all the time. Anyway, okay, so <laughs> let's um, let's think the best of that characterization. Okay. For, yeah. Um. Because I don't want to think the worst of it. Um, Correct. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so let's say the original is a totally decent watch. It's maybe a little too long. At least the director's cut is. Yeah, um, sure. <laughs> seven. Okay. Mm. I'll give it a seven. Not, I, it's, not a 6.9. Interesting. Mm. Yeah, 6.9 is a special rating. Yeah, I, it know. is a special mm-hmm. number. Yeah, that's I true. get that. I get that. Mm-hmm. Seth. As for Villanova University, Villanova Tech, Tech of Peoria. Peoria. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, I'm waiting for this cinematic universe. I mean, first of all, it's a sky high side cool, which you know I love. Yeah, I do sure, love a side sure. cool. Yeah. Nine point six. I'm giving you the reverse. Whoa! Baby. Up there. That's pretty. No, thank you, sir. Yeah, mm-hmm. you like that one. Um, Much like Tom Everett Scott and Tom Hanks. Yep. We're 
doing nine butt six to butt. Yep. yep, a hot mm-hmm. nine six. Uh, <laughs> it's <okay>. very confusing. <laughs> um, nobody's enjoying it. Oh, oh, gee, I I think it's a little better. I I would. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go like seven eight. I think mm, okay. um, it's entirely reasonable. I agree. If you can watch the not director's cut, you should certainly. Um, Seth, I think you might actually enjoy this movie. Uh, like, yeah, I was wondering, should I watch it? It's. I think the character interactions are pretty good. Yeah, yeah like that. Like that's that. the part that Tom does very well. Is that. It is mostly just like mm-hmm. relationship building, which is very fun. Uh, and that is, yeah, that is my. Have you guys bag, ever seen the other baby. movie he directed? Uh, Larry he, Crown. He directed Larry Crown, and did he direct Cloud Atlas, or am I? Making no, he out? didn't. Oh, he's okay. he's somehow didn't direct it, even though that movie has like fifteen directors. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. Very bad. No, that uh, movie is a travesty. Yeah. In a lot of so, ways, but yeah. Larry Larry Crown is a steaming piece of shit, but like oh. the conversations that characters have mm-hmm. about how they are friends with each other are very natural. That's the thing so, I like, enjoy. That I, I was gonna say that about this movie. I had it written down and then I deleted it, but like the platonic male friendships that we talk about occasionally that any movie barely ever gets right. Like yeah. that that was so enjoyable about this movie. Like just I do like that. Dudes growing up together and like having some struggles, but it's all good in the end. Like fuck, yeah. it's it's a feel good that. time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's really yeah, nice. Good stuff. Um Seth, your movie. Again, loved it. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, the again the building characters and the plot is ancillary, and yeah. like we're just having a fun romp. Love mm-hmm. that, like yep. all day long with that. Um, I'm Very gonna goofy. go. I guess eight five, eight five. Okay, yeah. hey. all right, nice. Uh, resounding high, high win. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, next week, uh, Lee is in the Russian trilogy, so he will the be Siberian trilogy. Siberia. All oh, right, not even Russian. No. More specifically, Siberian trilogy. Just Siberia. Oh, by the way, Seth, I I started reading Anna Karenina like two days ago. Oh, Jesus, boy, boy, oh boy. Wait until it's, that it's, one it's... scene where Count Vronsky is riding on Frufru, and that is a beautiful scene of literature. But that's neither here nor there. Well, I mean, I've I've seen it in the movie with Kira Knightley, so I think uh, I've already I already know the source but... material. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Mean... It's 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 a novelization, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like uh, Rookie of the Year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tolstoy is much like Andrei Tolstoy from the Barber of Siberia is a time traveler. Fair enough. Ah. Fair enough. Yeah. Anyway, me next week. Yeah, yeah, and and we're both kind of excited to watch this one. Um, oh yeah, Seth had some news about this. You yeah, wanna... so I wanted to, I wanted to <laughs> reveal to you one of the major cast members of this movie, and that is Keanu Reeves in what? the movie. <laughs> Yeah, a movie called Siberia, wow. starring Keanu Reeves, uh, among a couple of other people, but he's the biggin'. So uh, get ready for that. Get some Point Break uh, up in you, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Can I can I wind? Can I get in Tolstoy's time machine and wind it back and go? Whoa! When you told me about that, wow, wow, mm-hmm. wow! Well done, well done. Uh huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. On that note, hey everybody. Yeah, uh, just real quick, everybody. I know this is like super hairy. It's because, like all of you, we are like not seeing other humans at all ever anymore. So, like, 
we've really got to stretch out our friend time. That's, true. Um, That's all we do. Yeah. And like, thanks for listening. And, yeah. you know, until mm-hmm. next time, I'll watch what she's watching. You mother, I was going to do it. <laughs> I was also going to do it. <laughs> you piece oh, of shit. Christ. You did it anyway. <laughs> I love my terrible sign off. <laughs> I hate you. No, I love you.